Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Angels and demons, here we go again to master the serious nonsense of flawed opinions. I'm your host, Charlie G. And today we protect our BS with a cigar and cognac for freedom of independence of the actual facts. And if they ask if it's true, I don't know. I wish I knew. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Episode number six. Yeah, I think it's six. Yeah, yeah, this is it. All right. So, peeps, as promised, I told you I was going to have a special guest. This is the special guest edition, the very first one. So, obviously, I had to bring the most important person in my life, the most admirable, honorable young lady who's been with me by my side for an awful long time and seen a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That person, you know who I'm talking about. It is the great Giselle. Y'all know her as Sandra. <laughs> Sandra, say hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. So that's Sandra. She's uh, she's she's right by my side. So we're we're currently in Manhattan, uh, out in New York, celebrating my birthday. Correct. Yes, yes, she, we are. She's here drinking, swing, getting some swig of a drink, man. Let me give me a swig. Because she, she can't go. I ain't going to let her out drink me on this podcast. So hold up, hold up. Ah, yeah, there you go. All right. So anyway, we're out here in New York. And, um, you know, enjoying our time together. So she was grateful enough to come out here with me uh, on this Thanksgiving day for my birthday, which comes around like every four or five years. Uh, it tends to land on Thanksgiving. Anyway. So my questions for Charles today, that segment is going to be for her. So the question for Sandra today, it's going to be whatever I think of. And we're just going to get an authentic response from her and see where she's at. <laughs> First question. Hey, Sandra. Yes. What do you think about the Cowboys? <laughs> oh, I don't know. They keep losing. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> They can't get it together. Oh, by the way, there there is no audience in front of us, so you can speak freely as you want, just like you do with me, you know. Right. <laughs> All right. Now, since this is a relationship podcast for the most part, obviously serious nonsense, like I explained before, um, I'm going to ask you some relationship question or a relationship question, and we'll see how many more we can get through this uh, podcast. Now. First question, when you met me some so many, many, many years ago, what was it for you, and now you're a young girl, but what was it for you that, that drawed you in? Speak on that. I just liked the way you looked. I thought you were handsome and very fine. <laughs> handsome and very fine. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. <laughs> so handsome and very fine. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, you were obviously a gorgeous girl. The Miller girls, as many people from the city of G-Town, Greenville, know about. So uh, that, that was a very honest answer. Something I already knew about. Something that's very common. Yep, I said it. A very, very common thing with the ladies. <laughs> All right. And I also like the way you were dressed, what you had on. Ah. You were, like, you were real sharp and it looked good. You had some red shorts and a um, 
shirt, a checkerboard shirt that matched. Okay, so you were drawn to the attraction of my attire. Okay, I get that. A lot of girls speak on that. So, do you think a lot of girls are drawn to guys based on how they're dressed as well? Probably so, yeah. When I think that that's important. Whenever you're dressed nice, you're going to draw more attention to yourself. Okay. So, yeah, I okay. think that women do look at the way a man is dressed. It's important. Huh. All right. Now, for me, I've always dressed well uh, for me and different for me, uh, peacocking as such, because I like clothes. I like to, I'm a designer at heart. And I'm an artist at heart, so I've been gifted, I guess, to put some things together that I like to to, to look a certain way, and uh, that's really what all I'm doing. So I'm not even, just so people know out there, I'm not even trying to get with anybody when I'm dressing up. I just be liking to look fly for myself. You know what I'm saying? That's just be how I, that's how I feel about it. All right, so okay, now I had a on a few of the podcasts. I know you've checked out a couple of them. We talked about uh, some of the questions that some some ladies, some real ladies were asking me. And uh, there's still a, a plethora of, of questions I've got to go through. Um, one of them had to deal with a young lady who was in a relationship um, with a married man. Now, you've got experience with this with me, right? So the young lady, I guess she had lost her husband. And I'm not going to piggyback on it too long. But she thought it would be... She thought it would be interesting, or I thought she she thought it would be okay for her to get involved with a man that was already involved. What would you suggest, or what would you sp- uh, speak to this? What would you say to women that are caught in that situation? Because there's a lot of women in that situation that keep secrets. That the married man is 99% of the time going to stay with his wife. And... Also, you should want better for yourself as well as um, just think about putting yourself in that situation in those shoes, whether you've been married before or plan on being married. That's a goal of yours. Think of how you would feel if you were on the other side being married and someone messing with your husband. So, you know, a lot of women should look at it in that way. And then maybe they would be not so quick to mess with a married man if they felt like it, you know, thought about how it would feel if it was them being cheated on. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a, that's a pretty interesting response, which is, I think it's a quality response. Uh, but there's some fault with the married man as well, correct? Definitely, yes, it is. <laughs> there is some fault with the married man. He shouldn't be out trying to look for something else. Been a hoe! But, uh, <laughs> temptations happen, and <laughs> You know, a man is going to be a man. A lot of times they're going to go out seeking. But um, I think that as a woman, maybe we just should just have a little bit more self-respect and don't fall for it. Only for the simple reason is that he's going to stay with his wife anyway. And a lot of times you get your expectations up of thinking you can be so great that he'll leave his wife. And normally that's not what will happen. Mm, okay, okay. Well, you definitely have the stats to back that up, you know, in most of these cases. All right, so let's move on to something that's your mother of four daughters and also uh, a, a son as well. Yes. So speak to your motherhood and how you have, because I can tell you right now, I've watched you 
all of these years be such an amazing mom, a great mom, a very caring mom, uh, one who always, you're the catalyst of the family that, and I know you don't know it, but <laughs> everything revolves around you, right? And, you know, God forbid anything would ever happen, but everything revolves around you. And every, you're, you're the, I guess you're the root of that tree, if that makes sense. So you're the root of the tree and everybody else are just branches of the, of the trunk of that tree, right? But you're the root, you're the trunk, you're the stronghold that keeps everything together. And I just wanted to speak on that and praise you for being the incredible woman that you are. And I know you don't always hear that praise a lot. A lot of women out there don't hear it. But specifically you, because I've seen that you do this with five kids. And I just think it's incredible. So speak to this. How is it that you're able to balance being a mother, a lover of your of your husband, right? Being uh, his celebrity wife as well. <laughs> also being his travel partner. Um, also making sure all the kids are taking care of all the things that they're supposed to be doing. How is that mentally, how does that work for you uh, as, as, a, as a woman? Because I know some single mothers out there struggle with that. Well, it's worked out well because I do have you as well, so you do help out. You do quite a bit, you know, so you need to pat your own self on the back as well. You do a lot. Okay, hang on, hang on, I'm putting myself on the back. (laughs) You do a lot as a father, but as a mother, a wife, and someone that works full-time, just as wanting to be a good mother and be the best mother and wife that you can be, I think that um, for me, and I'm just going to speak for a lot of other women that women we and mothers and wives we're always holding ourselves up to higher expectations than what anybody knows about so a lot of times we always feel like we um have shortcomings like we've fallen short and that we can do better um we are always the hardest ones on ourselves and we're always trying to you know we we tend to think on the things that probably didn't go as well as we wanted it to go instead of um actually dwelling or, or praising ourselves, or feeling proud of the things that do go well. So there's always that for me. I don't know about anyone else, so I'm always trying to see how I can do better and real critical of my own self as far as trying to be the best I can be and just making sure that everybody's good and everybody's okay. And I think that once you actually decide to get married and have children, you continue year after year to try to perfect that as much as you can and also try not to lose yourself and all of it and because that can happen and just continue to also work on goals for yourself and um making sure that your family's okay as well yeah and I ain't even mentioned you also are heavy in the fitness and I know you briefly ran a, a fitness camp <clears throat> uh got your fitness and I think you're looking at doing that again once once the pandemic ends sometime in the future. Uh, you're also looking at some other business ventures that you may be wanting to do. Um, and so anyway, again, so it's just always inspiring for me. Not to mention, I love looking at you. You've heard me say this to you a lot of times, baby. Yeah. Girl, I stare at you so much. You're so pretty, but when you but you never see me staring at you because you you look at me, I look away. But you're such a you're such a beautiful girl. But the fact that you're so humble that you don't even go around, you know, uh how what how could you say? You don't go around 
putting it in people's face how gorgeous that you are, if that's a thing. You're not one of these IG type chicks. Say, look at me, look at me, look at me. You're just a natural, beautiful person. Well, thank uh, thank you, know, you. Inside and outside. And God has really, God has really touched your spirit and your heart. And, I, and I'm very grateful that I found you, obviously. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Just call it what it is. <laughs> I'm horrible. But anyway, we're all forgiven. So <laughs> there's that. All right. So we're getting close to the end. Because I'm cutting this short. Because again, I'm in New York. Just wanted to go live out here. We're looking outside of a... Um, we're out here at the Arlo Nomad. If anyone wants to look that up, we're in the King's room because I'm a king. And we're looking we're looking out at the city. Uh, the windows itself, the bedroom itself is completely in glass. So uh, it's very, very beautiful. Beautiful hotel. We're on the 26th floor. Yes. Uh, so it's amazing. And uh, we also, you know, did some things at some other spots here in the city, uh, which, you know, if you follow me on Facebook, you'll obviously see that. Uh, beautiful stuff, man. So anyway, you have a question to ask Charlie G, and then I'll respond to that as honestly as, as I want to. <laughs> yeah, I got the option. <laughs> Anything pop up? No. <laughs> no question at all. Not a single one. You mean from me? Yeah, from, just any for question. You, any question at all? What you got? Mm. <sighs> Man, that's some good stuff. No, I mean, are you enjoying your birthday? Oh my gosh! Now, by the way, this is the very first time I've ever celebrated my birthday at a destination birthday for myself. Cause believe it or not, I am pretty much a, a given person, giving person, and I like to show other people uh, experiences. You know that I get to enjoy since I get to do it quite a bit. I do like to shower other people with again some of the same experiences that I have. And I don't always reveal it to everybody, but um, it, it always gives me joy when people get to enjoy it with me. But in this particular case, I tried to forget about pleasing others and just wanted to do what I wanted to do for myself. And oh my gosh, man, I can't tell you how satisfied I am. And again, even on top of that, I still didn't do it that way because I still was looking to make sure that you're okay with everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So that's just who I am as a person. So. <coughs> Ooh, man. Another shot. All right, peeps. I know you people out there are having a great Thanksgiving during this pandemic. Some of you are at home and never got to travel, which is what the CDC uh, of 2020 told America not to do. Uh, however, I was on a very full plane. <laughs> a very full plane. Even though the airlines weren't full, the plane was, oh, it was so full. Okay? And there's a lot of people walking around this city. Uh, it's still not like it was. It's not a ghost town anymore, uh, but it's not. It's still not the bursting New York as we've known it before. So, but anyway, had a great time out here for this destination. And as I end this, like I always said, I hope you guys enjoy this. And then I say I don't. I really, really don't. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> but anyway, peeps, that's going to do it for today. And if you did enjoy the episode, we enjoyed you too. Say bye, Sandra. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if you didn't, don't care. <laughs> it's FO, baby. <laughs> but remember, life comes in two. So have a pizza with a friend. And we had pizza today at Little Italy. Little Italy. Right there across from uh, the Empire State Building. So have a pizza with a friend. Live, love, 
and laugh at whatever you do. Thanks for listening. Peace. All right, in this extended clip, I forgot to add a question, a very important question, and that is to my special guest, Sandra. What is her opinion on what makes a successful marriage? Sandra? <laughs> I think um, actual, actually true forgiveness and just genuine love for each other and also remembering to put God and keep God first as well as being there for each other during the for better and for worse. I know that that's a vow that we take when we get married. That's something that a lot of people forget to honor, especially the worst part. They tend to just want to skip out. So any little thing that goes bad, they're gone. So I think that actually truly being there through better and worse is what really is key. All right, fantastic. All right, so there you have it. The special edition. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, we're out in Manhattan. Uh, this bedroom wisdom. And um, this last portion actually was edited. <laughs> excuse me. Added it and edited uh, to the conclusion here. And uh, we'll see you next week.